I'm Stephen. And I'm Kevin. And in today's episode of the Stephen and Kevin Show, we talk Facebook. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 25 of the Stephen and Kevin Show. Quarter century. Quarter century. Yeah, we were making some progress here. Uh, hopefully you caught episode 24. We did an interview with Bill Winterberg. Um, fantastic interview. You Make sure you check that episode out. Absolutely. And here we are, episode 25. Episode 25. Now, we have a, a question that came in via Twitter, hashtag AskStevenAndKevin. And this question was, how can I get my hands on one of those rad... Oxley coffee cups you sport during the show. And, you know, and Michael, we used to have a, a, a coffee cup that just had this Oxley logo on it. But if you turn this bad boy around right here, now you got a Stephen and Kevin show on there. Uh, yeah, I, we showed these to Matt on the way in. Matt said, uh, yeah, you guys ought to call this the, the Trump edition. With all the ego you guys are fitting into that stage with uh, your own faces <laughs> on your mug drinking out of it. I mean, you guys, uh, is that a little narcissistic to, to drink out of a mug with our, a cartoon picture of ourselves on it? I mean, maybe, maybe it is, but we like it. We like it a lot. So, Kevin, what do we have on store today for Facebook? Yeah, so we're going to be talking a little bit about Facebook today. Um, and full disclosure, we do have a Facebook webinar series that's coming up next week, April 20th. So make sure you check that out. We're going to give you a little bit of a sneak preview today of some of the topics that we'll go through. Now, don't let that precursor scare you off from listening to this episode because we're going to give you some actual yeah. information today that's going to help you grow your business using Facebook. And this will be in no way a sales pitch. So stick with us. So um, the first thing that you're thinking about when you're thinking about Facebook is, can I do this from a compliance standpoint? I mean, so many firms out there, they don't do Facebook, right? Facebook is a big no-no. LinkedIn, yeah, they can do LinkedIn. They're starting to become more compliant. They have tools that archive um, the communication, but not a lot of it with a personal Facebook account. No, and and, uh, I want to be crystal clear on this because we live in the United States of America, Kevin. America. America. You are allowed to have a Facebook account, right? Yes. America, Canada, you can have Facebook, right? A personal yes. Facebook. This is not North Korea. You're I'm just going to get 15 years of hard labor <laughs> for having a personal Facebook account. Now, we're not saying everybody can have a business page, right? Nor is that the, the concept we're going to be talking about today. We're not saying you should go on and transact business with clients on Facebook. Nope. No, none of that. Uh, but we're also not asking you if you like to be on Facebook. Yeah, we had this happen the other day. We were giving a presentation on Facebook, and someone just said, I don't really like Facebook. I got out of that a while ago. And no, no different than, Kevin, if we were training you on intimate client events or getting more referrals or anything as it relates to growth, whether you like working with CPAs. We're not asking you as the starting point of that program, do you like working with CPAs? Well, right. no, not really. Okay, well, let's move on. No, we would say, well, our research shows this is effective in helping you grow your business, so let's get over it and implement, right? Yeah, let's look at this as a tool to deepen relationships with existing clients, existing COIs, also an excellent tool to find new opportunities. And look, you're going to be ahead of the curve if you start doing this stuff 
now. I mean, Facebook's been around for quite some time, but very few people have really thought about it in terms of this is a new tool for me to deepen relationships with my existing client base, and I should be doing that intentionally mm-hmm. on a regular basis. So Kevin and I have spent some time in our layer here in our hole mm-hmm. working on some Facebook for advisors material because we're ramping up not only for a webinar series, but we're writing a book together on this topic. And the more we get into it, the more value we see in advisors using Facebook to grow their business. And, and, and look, Facebook is complex. I mean, oh, we, we, learn, we learn something new about Facebook every single day. Um, but we're going to show you a couple things today that you can do right away to to get value out of it. So three main benefits we're going to talk about today. First Mm -hmm. up, intel gathering. Second, interaction. And third, name sourcing and introductions. Right. So when it comes to intel gathering, people post, some people at least, their entire lives on Facebook. Mm -hmm. There's so much information you can gather about their likes and interests, their connections with other people what they're doing day to day. I mean, that, the amount of information is scary. The average person, this is national, uh, actually, sorry, this is internationally. The average person spends 20 minutes a day on Facebook. Uh, within the U.S., they, they estimate that number to be around 40 minutes a day. What do you got, Kevin? What's your number? <laughs> I don't know what my, my <laughs> number is. And usually when you ask that question, you're asking something different. Um, but but uh, it's got to be up there. I mean, I, I'm on Facebook quite a bit. I mean, my wife and I, that's the only way we really communicate nowadays. <laughs> okay, <All right. laughs> goes all, along with the whole separate bedroom thing, I guess, right? No. Uh, but you know, people people are using this thing, and you know, think about how this is used as an advisor. We're not saying get into work and screw around on Facebook all day because it's counterproductive. But we are saying if you have a meeting coming up with a client, get on Facebook and look at what they've been up to. Right. If you were having a dinner party, get on Facebook and see what people have been up to. That is a conversation starter so easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, see, so you went to the circus last week. It looked like a lot of fun. Before we, yeah, I, I love that. Before we even get into that gathering intelligence, though, we, we have to think about we need to actually be connected to these people. Right? We actually be, have to become friends with clients, which some advisors are a little nervous about. Very true. And here, here's some research right here on um, you know, would the affluent accept a friend request from their financial advisor? Right here it says 46% would do it right now, that they would, they would accept a friend request. 63% would if you asked in advance. So if you're my client, Stephen, I'm saying, hey, you know, I know we're connected on Facebook. No, I know we're uh, we both use Facebook. I, I, I'm, I'm sure you use it. I'm using it more. Um, you know, would you like to be Facebook friends? Very smooth. Would, would that be weird to say it like that? I'm trying to well, think of a smooth way to say it. No, I think I think it could be more situational. Even I mean, I don't think that's bad language. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I just think situationally, it's uh, you know, hey, did, did you catch uh, those pictures I posted the other day? Our, our kids at the at the zoo the other day. Oh, that's you know, good. Or some of our recent vacation pics from the beach. Now that's smooth. Oh, you know, that's, that's right. we're not we're not connected. To, we're not friends on Facebook. Uh, would you mind if I sent you a request? Yeah, you know, something along those lines to make it seem very situational and not a pre-planned. You know, I'd like to add you to my network type request. Yeah, sixty-eight percent would accept if you shared a hobby or interest. Sixty-nine percent would accept if you've done something socially, and eighty percent would accept if they feel like the relationship is business and social. So that's one of the caveats to this approach: is you do not go and connect with everybody in your client base on Facebook. Yeah, you just don't blanket that and start connecting with everyone. No, uh, we think you should connect with the majority of them, but earn the right to do so. Mm, Get good. a little personal with them first in real life before you ask to be friends on Facebook. Yeah, and that's going to lead us right to gathering some intel. And uh, let's pull up Facebook Live here. Go live environment for a second. One of the things we love about Facebook is the graph search. So if you came into the graph search here, which is the 
the search bar at the very top, which is truly a social search because it lets you search by um, the latest posts, people, photos, videos, places, groups, I mean, apps. I mean, it's a phenomenal search feature. It's the the, the Facebook equivalent of the LinkedIn advanced search. Yeah, right? exactly. And, and it's a really pretty smart search. But if you came in here and you said, I'm going to search for a new grandson, right, mm-hmm. or new new granddaughter, and the first kind of posts you get here are oh, Donald Trump's new uh, new new grandson. But if you scroll down just a little bit here, you'll get to a section that says, ah, here we go, posts from friends and groups. There we go. And now you see posts from friends that you're with who have a new grandson. And this is a great time to recognize these major life events. Again, deepening relationships. Right. So when you're looking for intel gathering, you can get on a specific com- campaign of looking for grandchildren or looking for people who are uh, moving uh, or on vacation. Those are certain things that you can search for. Steven Tyler's new grandson, right? Yeah, look at this. Uh, yep. So uh, intel gathering, you can do it intelligently using some of those graph search techniques that Kevin's talking about. More on that to come. Uh, when it comes to interacting, what do you do when you find that a, a client posts something about their new grandson? Right. I mean, I, uh, now here's the, here's the thing is that you don't interact with a post that's super, super old. Uh, yeah. So if you're scrolling through this and this was posted back in uh, in January, <laughs> you're going to make people think that you're a little bit of a creeper and going through all of their months old Facebook <laughs> posts if you start commenting or yeah. liking uh, those posts that are old. Right. But right. if it's something fairly recent, I mean, you should go in and engage. People love engagement on this stuff. Uh, and uh, and there's obviously a lot of different ways to to engage with people. Here's one that uh, that I posted recently about the new Stephen and Kevin show mugs. Uh, but you come in here, you hit a little, uh, you know, uh, hover over the like button, and look at all the new reactions that Facebook has. Pretty cool. Go in here, give them a reaction, give them a comment, share it. People will appreciate that stuff. It's basically like building rapport. Through Facebook. Yeah, one of the things we talk about is liking freely. I mean, don't hesitate as you're going through your Facebook. If you're connected with some clients, like their posts freely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also comment. Comment it, Commenting is more memorable than liking. So if you have a comment or two, go ahead and post it. So, so be strategic with that. I mean, think about your best relationships and how you go in on a regular basis and comment no, or react uh, and share their post. They will absolutely notice it. Plus, it's way easier to bring that stuff up in conversation later if you reacted to it um, previously. Right. So let's talk about name sourcing. I'm sure some of you hear that and cringe yeah. when you're thinking, so I'm supposed to surf through my clients' connections, see people they know, and ask for introductions to them. Uh, yes and no, Right. You have to do it intelligently or you do come across as a little bit of a creeper on Facebook and we Mm -hmm. don't want any of you to be perceived in that fashion. However, for your clients who are active, for your prospects and COIs who are active on Facebook and with whom you are connected, they are providing you a wealth of information about people they are connected to, Mm -hmm. way more so than LinkedIn. Yeah. Like when we were, we were talking about this yesterday, Kevin, as you're going through your LinkedIn page and you're looking at specific contacts, you might see who they're connected to. You know, you might pick out two of 500 some odd people or 800 people they're connected to, but on Facebook, you're seeing real time when they posted close contacts of theirs. Yeah, close you're, contacts. The, the the level of engagement is is just trumps a lot of other social networks, right? I mean, people go in here and they freely engage, whereas opposed to LinkedIn, you don't see that as much. So you you have a harder time understanding the relationship between people. So a couple of factors here. We talked about the recency of posts. As you're scanning your news feed, which Mm. is basically the screen you see right when you log into Facebook, 
you're looking for things that happened really recently. Yeah. If I ask you about a connection of yours that happened three months ago, again, I feel you feel like I'm being intrusive and looking through all of your archives. Yeah. Right. So recency matters. Uh, it also the closeness of your contact matters. If Kevin's one of my good friends and I see on his on his network that he recently interacted with somebody that I'd like to meet, I'm just going to come out and ask him. Hey, I saw you interacting with. Uh, XYZ person the other day. How do you how do you know each other? Yeah, I'd love to meet him. Right, yeah, exactly. Kevin is my good buddy. Is not going to be thrown off by that. No, no, not at all. It's, you know, so it does depend upon the relationship. And then the other thing that you can leverage is, is the graph search feature again here. Mm-hmm. So like, let's say you were trying to get into a particular company. Let's say um, VF Corporation, big company here in North Carolina, largest apparel company in the world, uh, and you actually ran a search for. Friends of people who work at VF Corporation. So this is basically telling Facebook, I want to know if any of my friends know someone who works there. Right. Maybe you're trying to get it in, you want, you know, or, or you're targeting that particular company. And look at this. So John here, uh, friends with uh, Shay. So there you go. And uh, Ron here, friends with BB. And Blair here, friends with, with, with Kevin. And they all work at some of these companies, VF Corporation also owns North Face and, and things like that. Right. So Pretty if, cool. It is cool. And, and you think about, the, again, the closeness of contact here. If this is one of your best buddies, if this is a family member, you're going to come right out and say, hey, I saw, I ran a search through my Facebook network and found that a number of my connections have contacts into VF. Yep. Right. You know, who do you know? How well do you know this person, that person, this person? Exactly. Yeah. If it's somebody you don't know real well, you could backdoor that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You don't even bring up Facebook. That's just my own personal opinion. So how would you do it? I would say, hey, uh, you know, Ron, I, you know, we've got a number of clients at VF, and we're, and we're trying to grow that. That's a big, uh, you know, focus of ours. Do you do you happen to know anybody that that works at, at VF? Oh, that's, that's nice knowing that you already know that they do, right? Oh, you don't, huh? That's funny because I see your <laughs> friends, but <laughs> right, but you wouldn't go down that path. But it, it, that's a much more tactful ah, way of going you. about it. But if you know these people really, really well, you can say, hey, I know you're friends with Shay, and I, I really want to meet Shay, right? I mean, right. If, if you, you can be upfront. So it does depend upon the relationship you maintain with that particular person. Those are just three simple tips. There's That's just the tip of the iceberg, folks, when it comes to Facebook. There's so many amazing things you can do with this network. And no different than our advice when it comes to LinkedIn. You're using this to amplify your current marketing. Mm-hmm. So if you want more introductions, use Facebook to help you there. If you want to send more small gifts to clients, Facebook is a wealth of information. Mm-hmm. If you want to find and connect better with COIs, use Facebook to help you in that regard. So it's not a black hole time waster. It's not your kids playing around on their phone all day, even though most of your kids have moved on from Facebook. <laughs> they, uh, you know, This is you situationally using it to grow your business. So again, we're not asking if you want to use Facebook or if you like it. We're telling you some of your better clients are using it, and this can be a tool to help you connect. And you know what's a really great tool if your client's are remote if they're not local. Mm-hmm. This is a great way to stay in, in touch with them and find out what they're doing, um, what they're posting, and, and, and engaging with them and, and creating that closeness uh, through Facebook, through the web. Um, if you have a question, use hashtag Ask Stephen and Kevin on Twitter, on Instagram. We're happy to feature one of your questions for the show. And uh, hey, Michael, send us your address. We're going to send you one of these cool new mugs. So if uh, and if you haven't already, if you see this in the next week or so, and you haven't signed up for our Facebook webinar series. Go ahead, sign up. We're going to give you a lot more tips, specific examples, and a routine for using it. So thanks for joining us.